Welcome to Flip the Switch on Life podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Marie. I'm an embodiment life coach here to help you live an empowered and soulful life. I guide women towards self-healing to take back their power so that they can start living life by their own rules and embrace their true authenticity. This podcast is your go-to where I will be giving you all the tools and resources to start the process of self-healing, doing the deep inner work, and developing your spiritual wellness. There is so much power in embodying your true self, but we often allow fear and comfortability to control our lives keep us playing small and settling for less than we deserve. By learning to rewire your subconscious, you will discover your truest and your highest self. You will learn how to take back control and flip the switch on your life. So thank you so much for listening. Now let's get into the episode. Happy Friday, everyone. Well, it's probably... I don't know. Depends. Usually my podcasts come out on Wednesdays, so it might be Wednesday for you. It might be Friday for you. Um, It's finally cooling down here in Dallas. So happy about that because this heat is something I don't think I'll ever get used to. (laughs) I'm so excited to dive into this episode and I'm sure you're curious about the name. And what we're diving into this episode is starting over, learning how to embrace starting over, whether that is after a breakup, shifting careers, or getting a new job, starting over whatever age you are at. That is something that we are really, really, really diving into this episode. And Courtney and I are going to be diving into our own experiences through uh, currently navigating both of our breakups at um, you know late 20s, early 30s and what that actually feels like. And then also navigating the challenges of discomfort starting over. You know, us human beings don't like discomfort. We don't like pain. We don't like suffering. And truthfully, it affects us from living our full potential. And it feels crippling, the fear, the being scared, the judgment, the rejection, all of the things. And it's really learning how to start over, learning it's okay to start over. It's okay to be fearful. In this episode, Courtney and I actually both share like our experiences of diving into the unknown and being okay with being afraid. So I'm really excited to share this episode. I feel every each and every one of you listening are going to get so much out of this, whether it just be knowing like you're not alone and starting over in your next chapter or whether that be you resonate with both of our heartaches and our challenges or whether that even be that you are currently navigating something yourself and you are looking for tips and ways to continue learning how to start over. Courtney is a certified holistic health coach and she received her certification through the Institute of Integrative Nutrition, which is one of the best nutrition certifications and programs out there. And now as she's been certified and been doing this for a while, she's now helping other women take a holistic approach to healing anxiety and transforming their lives through her program called She Breaks Free. I'm so excited to have her on. She's actually been a really dear friend of mine. We've both been navigating, supporting, uplifting each other through this new chapter that we're both entering in simultaneously at the same time. So let's get right into the episode. Hello, Miss Courtney. 
Hello. How are you doing on this beautiful Friday? Fantastic. How are you? I'm good. We were just chatting before. We always chat before, like anytime I host a guest, we always chat before and we have like the best conversations and I'm like so excited for this conversation. I don't know exactly where it's going to go, but we have some things that we really want to dive into. So I'm excited. Me too. Uh, well, Courtney and I were sharing a lot around um, just something we're both moving through around a breakup we both recently had, and we've just been such a great support system together throughout these couple of months. And um, it really kind of propelled us to think about like the deeper meaning behind starting over and something that we were really, um, really on board with was, you know, these expectations and pressures we put on ourselves to be at a certain place in our life at a certain age. And I really kind of wanted to dive deeper into this, like, feeling of starting over, no matter if it's like after a breakup or after a significant emotional event or starting over in your career and shifting into a new career or into entrepreneurship or something, it's really coming back to this place of feeling okay to start over. So I kind of want to give this a little bit to Courtney a little bit and just kind of have her introduce herself and, um, you know, what, it, what is, how does that feel now that like you're starting over in a sense? Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things that I have struggled with is the feeling of being, and I know we'll dive, I'm sure a lot deeper into this, but just like an introduction is feeling so behind in my life and, you know, feeling like, how can I be starting over at this age when like the comparison hits and I'm like, well, I'm 27 going on 28. All of my friends are this far along in the relationship or the career or, their life or whatever that may look like. And it can feel like when you are starting over in any sense of your life, you are automatically getting outside of that comfort zone. And whenever you're outside of that comfort zone, it's like, yes, you are growing so much and you are forced to literally evolve because the growth isn't going to happen inside that comfort bubble, but it's uncomfortable and it's freaking terrifying. And I'm someone who I just, I started over seven, eight months ago, I was in a relationship. I had thought that I was going to be with in that relationship for the rest of my life. I was, you know, I thought that that was the point where I was at and I was so happy to be there and coming on the other side of that. And I moved four hours away. I'm, I'm like, I started over, I'm in a new location, a new apartment, you know, all these different new experiences. It's, it's uncomfortable. And it's been, you know, a really beautiful season of growth for me, but it's, it's definitely had its challenges. And something I really want to like harp on too, is the, the uncomfortability. And when we talk about change, when we talk about flipping the switch on our life, no matter what season you're in, it's all about getting uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And I think when I know, (laughs) because we've both been in those places and I'm sure anyone listening has been in those places, but Courtney, for you, how, how do you navigate the, like the uncomfort? And I think primarily, and I don't want to make this entire thing about our breakups, but it's been such a significant event for both of us. And I think for anybody listening, like relationships are such a strong, energetic 
cord that you're creating with somebody, right? Because it's like the closest relationship we have to our caregivers and our parents. So when we talk about being in relationships in the heartbreak of that, it is devastating, more devastating than it can be to lose your job, so to speak, or a friend even sometimes. So when we talk about uncomfort at the deepest layer possible, besides like literally losing somebody to, to death, when we talk about relationships, Courtney, what about for you? How have you been navigating the uncomfort in that? Season? You know, I'm actually, I was reflecting on this recently at how proud of myself I am for the way that I've been navigating this, because I'll speak from past experiences first. I hated any feeling of discomfort as you know, mm-hmm. most humans do like no one enjoys being super uncomfortable with any, in any situation. And in the past, it was very, very easy for me to numb that feeling out because that's the last thing I wanted to feel. So after any breakup, after any just season of this massive discomfort, I would go right for the partying, the drinking, like the finding just different ways to numb it out and not feel it. And in time, I've learned that like, literally you have to feel your feelings because those feelings are going to come up one way or another. And if you're not, you're going to suppress it. And they, it's just, it's not doing your body and your mind and your growth any good. So, you know, one of the biggest things that I've done to really navigate feeling all of this discomfort is just that it's been feeling it all. Like Mm -hmm. the amount of days I've just sat in my bed and allowed myself to cry, taking the pressure off myself, taking that guilt or that shame off myself of like, I want to be past this so badly. You know, I've been in that situation where I'm Googling like Ted talks, how to get over this really quickly or Googling like how to get over this in 24 hours. I think we've all done that before. Okay. I think we can all acknowledge that. I've been there so many times and you know, I'm not going to lie. That was one of my recent Google searches since this move in the past eight months. Like how can I get over this quickly? But it's really just the reality is like you have to feel your feelings and you have to feel that discomfort because if you don't like, you're literally just going to prolong, prolong the hurt and the, your experience through all this. And so it's really just been allowing myself, like I said, to feel it, allowing myself the space to cry. Journaling has been such a powerful outlet for me, you know, and, and kind of like setting, setting boundaries around it in a sense of like, all right, I'm going to give myself this time period to cry and be upset, but we're also going to force ourselves to get up and be around friends, ground myself at the beach, like just find different ways to kind of shift my state when I feel like I've released a lot of the emotion. So it's good. It's been a very good, even balance of the two of feeling the feelings and also finding ways to shift that state and try to move through it as best as I can. I love that. And it's, it's kind of like the space of evolution in a way, you know, and I wrote this post the other day around like grief and I was like, grief, oh, mm-hmm. you know, grieving people, grieving experiences, grieving loved ones, pets, grieving yourself too. Right. Yeah. And I really sat there and I was like, grief can be such an expander. And with you sharing around, you know, allowing yourself to feel the feelings, I think that anyone moving through anything and and it's like starting over, right? Starting over starts with desiring to be comfortable, being okay. I'm sorry, desiring to be uncomfortable and being okay with uncomfortability. Because if we can't feel our feelings. And if we can't get into a place where we're okay with not being okay, then we're going to be constantly in, like you said, 
that comfort bubble? And how can we actually grow when we are in that comfort bubble? hundred percent. Yeah, completely. Yeah. And it's like, when we sit in the discomfort, that's where growth can happen. And I know everyone's heard that you might be rolling your eyes or like, yeah, I know, but, but, (laughs) you know, and it's like, when we talk about like moving through that, like initial sting, Courtney, how, how have you been getting over that initial like sting, especially like, you know, even you could, you know, talk about like becoming an entrepreneur too, or anything you've done hard, like moving, right. How do you get over that initial sting of like, Oh, this is, this is going to, this is going to suck. Like, fuck. Honestly, because I've, yeah, I've experienced that time and time again of that, like, you literally just want to crawl out of your skin and just get in a, like, time capsule and just yourself to a different time, like, way in the future. Um, And, you know, the biggest thing that I do to help myself in that is I forward think. And I'm like, this sucks so badly right now. But picture myself a year from now, six months from now, picture myself, if I don't get myself out of this current situation, I don't make the step to evolve and to get out of this this comfort bubble and step into that discomfort, like almost looking at it and flipping the script of, you know, how much worse could this be if I don't mm. make step? And so kind of switching the narrative of, yes, this is, un- this is uncomfortable, but what's worse staying exactly where I'm at and staying the same and looking back a year from now being like, you really stayed in your comfort zone and your life is just like, meh or so-so we're not even that great right now or you sat in a season of maybe for a month it stings maybe for six months it hurts like hell but a year down the road you are you're looking back and you're like I'm so glad I sat in that season because this was entirely worth it and I think just having that perspective and recognizing like it's not always going to feel this crappy right now and we're going to get to the other side of it and look at how good this can get you know that's honestly been getting me through it's gotten me through any hard season of just really focusing on what the ideal outcome is and what's the why behind why I'm making this decision in the first place like what is my motive behind this and where do I want to be Mm, I love that I think Mm -hmm. that it's so important to um future cast or like visualize yourself and like why you're doing something you know I think that it's so important because we can get so we can get frozen in, in, in the present moment of not moving forward when we don't have a clear direction of where we're going. And so I think that's so important for anyone listening here, whether you're going through a breakup or whether you're, um, transitioning your career or desiring to like move into a new environment. You know, the thing is, is like, as humans, we don't like uncomfort because it's unfamiliar. It's unknown. And that's even why we have our habitual cycles of even just like toxic things that we engage in because it's so familiar and we, in our brains know how to navigate that familiarity. So when we talk about getting uncomfortable, our brains don't know what that means. Our body will start to freeze up. We get into fight or flight, et cetera, et cetera. So we have to kind of like override that programming. And so Courtney, when you were sharing about you know, how you kind of future cast yourself and think about like, what is, where, what am I focusing on? And, and something that you really hit, which I think is really something to expand on is like knowing that this is, is temporary. And it's like, can you find evidence of you moving through something hard before where it was just temporary? Like, look at where you are now, look at where I am now. Right. And it's like, wow, 
I've gone through so much in my life and we all have gone through our own experiences and we've navigated them and they've, they've gotten you to a place of strength, right. Into wisdom. And I think that everything that we go through is happening for us. Right. And so I love what you mentioned about shifting the narrative there. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm such a firm believer in that. And I remember just like, even the days where I was really, really, really stuck in this cycle of anxiety and just, I definitely lived in a very glass half empty mindset. And it was so hard for me to see how can people set, like, I would get annoyed. I would get really annoyed when I hear people say, well, it's happening for you. I'm like, how can this possibly be happening for me? Like, this is happening to me. Like life is out to get me. And that's what it would feel like. And when you really adapt that mindset, because looking back, you know, you can go through the hardest times of my life. I can look back and be like, that happened for this reason. It was it a good thing? No, but it happened for a reason. And you're able to see some type of reason or some type of why behind things happening. And there's always, even the darkest moments, something that comes out of it for your greater good sometime down the line. Mm, yeah. And I think, and it's like, I'm curious, when did you start shifting your mind, your narrative in your mind of like, it's not happening to me, it's happening for me. Was there something like significant in your life that made you really get that concept? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, full transparency. Like I grew up struggling with my mental health severely, you know, really bad anxiety, constant panic attacks, depressive episodes. My mental health was a struggle for me from the age of eight until my early twenties. And in those, it was about 15 years of just really struggling. It was near impossible for me to see that something besides me just being dealt really crappy cards. And that's what it was. And I just lived in this insanely negative mindset. I was jealous of other people's lives. I was jealous of other people who can go day to day, not having an ounce of anxiety or not experience a panic, a panic attack every time they left the house. Mm. And when I slowly started to transition out of that and find the tools to heal, which is obviously what led me to what I do now. Um, it led me down this beautiful path of becoming a coach myself, of finding these self-healing tools of diving into holistic health of now being able to connect with thousands and thousands of women all around the world who struggle with the same thing. And now I'm able to be that support system for them. And if I didn't go through everything I went through, I wouldn't be in the position I'm in now. And I love what I do. I love my job. I'm so proud of the place that I've gotten to. And if I didn't have 15 years of struggle, I just simply wouldn't be what I'm doing now. I wouldn't have been on the retreat where I met you. Like there's just so many different connections and it's like these little puzzle pieces that although it was hard, it led me to this exact spot and it's able to show me that why. Mm, I love that. Thank you for sharing yeah, your vulnerability yeah. there with your, your struggle of mental health. And yeah. I think a lot of us can relate in some way to struggling, right. For a longer period, for long periods of time or a intense time mm-hmm. and something that I feel like can put, bring everything full circle. If you're listening to this and you're like, Sometimes I don't feel like everything's happening for me. I mean, I will also be transparent. Like through this navigation of the breakup, it's been kind of like this long, it's been drug dragged out for months. And finally, um, and finally he moved out of just a few days ago. And I was a little bit worried of like, okay, like the logistics of things. Right. And so I was like, why, like, you know, nothing was working out. And I kept getting us kept getting a message from spirit of like, trust, just keep trusting, just keep trusting. It's all working out. And it's like, no, I want it to work out right now. Right. And I think that's where we get so caught up because we're like, 
we expect everything to happen like right now for us. And sometimes there is that waiting period. And, and Courtney, from what you've shared, it's like, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing, doing what you're doing, serving the people that you are, if it wasn't for your 15 years of, of anxiety struggle. Right. And so many, I, I mean, I, I feel like your, your advocacy for mental health has grown exponentially. I mean, having hundreds of follow hundreds of thousands of followers on TikTok and your Instagram, just like blowing up just for the simple fact of like relatability of I've been through this for a very long time. And it wouldn't get me to where I'm at if I didn't go through that. So it's like being an advocate for your own self and asking yourself when you are starting over or when you are going through a hard time, it's like, what can I compare this? Where can I find evidence that this thing got me to where I'm at today? So this thing I'm moving through is going to help me get to the next thing, the next level of ourselves. And you know, I can resonate with that too, because that's kind of where I'm at is like, I've gone through a lot and I've, everything I've moved through has gotten me to the next level of myself. It's gotten me to more clarity, more wisdom. And at the end of the day, being of service to other people, it's like more wisdom I get to share with other people in my experience and navigation. Right. So, um, I want to go back to, you mentioned, you know, you were finding it a little challenging at your age, like late twenties, like having to be a certain place. Right. And I think a lot of us sometimes get in our own head and we stop ourselves from moving forward or on our dreams, right. Or moving forward and getting out of something comfortable, like a relationship or whatever it is, right. Starting over Mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm 30 and you're, you know, close to 30 and it's like, Ooh, like it kind of feels like this, like societal pressure of like starting like, oh, okay. Clock is ticking. Biological clock is ticking. So how have you been like, what, what is your philosophy on that now that it's like you, you have friends in your circle and you know, other people and maybe other influencers that you look up to that are kind of at these places that you want to be, but you're not there yet. How, how has that kind of played a role in, in everything that you're navigating right now? Yeah. You know, comparison mode is, it hits hard. And it's something that I fully believe that every single one of us, whether we admit it or not, struggle with at some point in time or another. And the biggest thing that I keep telling myself is if I was meant to be somewhere else, I would be there. Like mm-hmm. plain and simple. If I was meant to be there, I would be there. If I was meant to be married right now and meant to have the two kids, I would be married and have the two kids like there. And that's what goes into, there's a reason for everything. And, you know, growing up, I, I started putting this pressure on myself when I was little. Like, I just remember, you know, I saw my mom, she was, she had me at 27 and my sister at, at 30 and that was it. And I remember specifically being in high school and being like, I remember we were, I was in sex class and we were learning about like babies and all these different things. Yep, and I remember, yep. thinking, I remember saying, I'm going to have my first kid at 27. I'm going to be done by 30. I remember, yeah. It was like, I remember, like, I don't know why, but like in high school, wasn't it like, you felt like the teachers were like, like in their thirties, like, oh my God, that's so old. And like, I need to be like 26 when I'm like married. Like, it just felt like that was the next step. Yeah. It's just. So I always, always told myself like, okay, by 27. And that was what I was 16, 17. Yes. Yeah. 10 years. Like I've got so much time. And then I go to college and fun and I'm partying and doing who knows what in college. And then after college, I'm like still in my young twenties and I'm having fun and I'm dating around. And then I get in a relationship and that ends and I get another relationship. And all of a sudden it's like life flashes and I'm out of that relationship and I'm 27 going 28. And I'm like, holy crap. I'm not being that goal. 
<laughs> what about that plan? What about that life plan? And it's right. pressure. Cause yes, all, you know, I'm, I'm down here in South Florida and I'm in such a beautiful, amazing friend group where 90% of everyone is married or engaged or planning their wedding or in like a very serious long-term relationship. And, you know, I, I'm like, where, where's my other half? Where's mm. like, what about me? You know, why yeah. is this, why is my timeline so quote unquote delayed? And I just, that's just the reminder. It's like, or if you were meant to be there, you'd be there. You had to learn the lessons you had to whatever, like the season is serving a purpose. And I've even told myself relationships specifically, you know, maybe my husband right now is having to go through his own healing journey right now. Maybe he's in his own relationship that he has to get out of. And he, like, there's a reason for everything. And I know there's going to be a time frame where I've got the kids, I've got the marriage. I'm like exactly where I wanted to be all this, all this time, but it's down the road. And I'm going to look back and be like, that's why that happened. And again, sometimes the why isn't apparent until later on, but it's just having trust that there is a plan and it just might not be apparent, but like, there's just, I just, I'm having a lot of faith that there is a reason for it. And there's just no, like you just, it's just not fair to yourself or your future self to compare to someone else's life path. Because the reality is like, and I was just actually having a powerful conversation with one of my, uh, one of my closest friends around this, because she's been in a relationship for years. They live together, like this really amazing, healthy relationship. And I just opened up to her about the comparison me comparing myself to her sometimes. And like all these different things Because we were single for a while together. And then she ended up in the relationship and I'm like, here I am starting over again. Yeah. And you know, she admits her comparison with aspects of my life or aspects. Mm, of You're like, what? Yeah. So, you know, I think it's just so easy for us to look at someone else's life and be like, I wish I had that. Or I wish I was there. What's wrong with me? What is this saying about me? But it's like, embrace the season that you're in right now, you know, and just learning to be okay with whatever life has in store for you at this moment and trusting that whatever it is that you desire, it'll come. It just might not be this very second and that's okay. I love that. And it it is, it's so important. I think when we are navigating a new chapter, because you're right, it's like, if whatever you're like wishing for, whether that's like, you know, making X amount of money in your, in your business a month and reaching this goal and doing a Ted talk, right. Having all these like really big ambitions, it's like, okay. And then you reach them and then what, you know, and it's like, same thing with our personal relationships. It's like, you get married, you have kids, then what? Right. And, and it's like, I think when we can start to slow down and say like, there's so much here. I think you and I were having a personal conversation about this, but mostly about like um, being in a place where it's like, I'm never going to be this independent again. So why don't I just enjoy what I have right now? And it's like, I remember like our mentor said this, um, if Graham's listening to this, he's going to laugh. But I remember he said this, he's like, enjoy the struggle right now. Enjoy it because there's going to be one day where you're not struggling in your business and you're going to be flourishing. And then what? And it hit me because it was like, we, we just want to get out of our problems so bad. We want to get out of our, um, we want to get out of our own way so bad. And it's like, oh my God, I can't stand to be here. But it's like, we're not really taking the lessons from this place. We're not actually enjoying the journey, right? And enjoying this new single life, enjoying this challenge of allowing your business to grow exponentially or enjoying the challenge of like, 
moving from a corporate position to an entrepreneurial ship position in your company, right? Or whatever that is, like a big life transition. Like we just want to get out of it and we just want to be where we want to be the destination. But I think we can, if we're all honest here while we're listening and while we're thinking about this, there is a lot of joy and a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons, a lot of lessons to be learned and experienced by being in the void, by being in like the yuckiness. And if you don't mind me adding something here, like you said something so powerful, the the saying, and then what? Because that's something that we just, I think as humans, it's it's so easy for us to just constantly be chasing the next best thing, constantly wanting to make more money or have the relationship or whatever it may be. It's like, we're constantly chasing something. And if we can't find peace and gratitude for exactly what we're in right now, like we're never fully going to be satisfied because like we have something. Okay. Next thing. It's like, no, sit, take a step back, take a deep breath and enjoy exactly what's in front of you right now. Even if it's not exactly what you want, if you keep chasing the next best thing, next best thing, you're never going to have that happiness. Like you're just constantly going to be chasing, chasing and chasing. Yeah. And I think once you reach the goal for a lot of people, I mean, I've been there too. I've reached a goal and then I'm like, and then I plateau or I get like stressed or I get anxious. Cause I'm like, well, I didn't think about after this goal. Right. Yeah. And I think that's also something to, to witness too, is like, you have all these ambition as ambitious goals of yourself that you're like craving and stretching for and reaching for. But then it's like, once you reach those goals, then what? And I think that's something to really think about, especially when you're comparing yourself to other people and you're in this place of of desiring to hit a new goal and reaching for it. It's like, what can you be present for and be gracious for right now? Because I think, again, I think we've all been a place where we either reached a goal or got the thing that we wanted and we're not fully happy and not fully satisfied, or we've been in a place where, um, we just feel so just like uncomfortable that we're not like really allowing ourselves to fully be in the present moment, because I will share as well. It's like moving through this, this breakup and moving through some other things that I've been navigating. It's like, when I slow down, I start to breathe easier and I start to find more of the lessons of like, and it's even like a month, two months, whatever it was. And then it's like, oh, okay, actually I needed to move through this because I wouldn't have this key component I needed to get to my next level. I just had a huge revelation today of a goal that I have. And I'm like, oh, why am I not getting it? And then it's like, I, I allow myself to sit and meditate. I get all these messages and I'm like, okay, it makes sense. No wonder why. Right. And it's like, we have to allow ourselves to be comfortable in, in the discomfort. I think that's like first and like most important thing. Yeah. And so it's like starting over. It's okay to start over, you know, and I'm kind of going to go back a little bit to um, the breakup a little bit, because I think, again, relationships are something that are so can be so catastrophic, but it's like, you know, being 30 years old and starting over, you know, a, a big, a big thing for me is which I'll share is that I was afraid of being alone forever. And that was a big reason why I necessarily didn't move forward on my inkling, um, in the relationship that I was in. So once I kind of got to this place of like, yes, I'm 30, 
but also I'm just 30. I'm still young. And it doesn't even matter if you're young or you're old or whatever. But I I think that's like when we start over, we just kind of like focus on the age and where we should be and like that biological clock that's that's ticking. And even again, people that are navigating um, going from like a corporate position to starting their own job and they're in their 30s or 40s and they're like, oh my gosh, like, how do I do that when I'm at this certain age? And it's like, we talk ourselves out of starting over. And I think the entire theme of starting over is like moving through the fears that you have and accepting what is, I know that you said like trusting and surrendering to, to what's happening right now. And it's like, how do we start to navigate that landscape of knowing it's okay to start over no matter what it is like, Courtney, what would be like one, one piece of advice for somebody like that's like in either transition from a relationship and they're at a certain age and they're feeling like, oh my gosh, you know, I thought I'd be X, Y, and Z here. Or even someone that's again, going from like a corporate position to like starting their own business. It's like starting over, like what's, what's a tip of advice you'd give? You know, if I could, I'm just going to put it in this way. Like if I can give my past self one piece of advice, the girl Mm -hmm. who months ago was so terrified to start over allow yourself to be afraid like I feel like mm. and I know that might sound like you could listen to that and be like if I don't want to be afraid and like I don't yeah. want to like tell me something different but at the same yeah. time I allowed myself to be scared excuse me language shitless for being in this space because I'm like I was so I was terrified I remember like breaking down crying like I don't want to move I don't like Mm. I I don't want to be in this position. Like, I don't want to start over, but I think just allowing myself to be like almost grounded in my body in a sense of just breathe. And it's okay that you're scared, you know, lean on people in your circle. I know coming down here and having people around me, leaning on my family, like I'm so grateful for the people around me that I was able to lean on. And if you're able to have that support and therapy and coaching in your community around you, it's like, lean on people in this time because it's okay that you're scared. It's okay that it's uncomfortable. And it's just knowing it's going to pass. It literally always does. And even think back to, this is something I was doing too, when I was going through this, it's like, think back to the most uncomfortable time you've ever been in your life. Think back to one of your hardest moments and look at where you're standing now. Like Mm -hmm. you made it through. It might've been evidence. What do you say? Said find the evidence. Yeah. Find the evidence. Absolutely. Like it might've been absolutely uncomfortable. It might've been a really, really, really low season for you, but you're still standing here today. So it might've been really bad, but like, you're still here and you're still okay. And you're going to get to that place again, where all of a sudden this is just, this is just a blimp in your timeline for you. Mm, I love that. It's so powerful to, you know, and also like leaning on people that like can show you what's possible. Exactly. I think that's like so important to you. I was just having a, a conversation with like um, my audience the other day around community um, after I was having a conversation with my client around that. And it's like community, like don't just find people that like can allow you to hear you vent. Like that's great, but also allow, have community of people who are going to like lift you up and, and move you forward and show you what's possible for you. And it's like the more that you can, again, coming back to evidence, more that you can prove to yourself because Anyone listening, no matter what you're moving through right now, you've done something just as hard, if not harder before. And so constantly give yourself those like little evidence nuggets, if you will, 
on how you've navigated that and how you can continue navigating this. And something that you said that I think we might not want to swallow, but truthfully allowing yourself to be afraid. I think that's truly the secret sauce to doing anything that you want to do and follow your dreams is being afraid and being okay with it. Um, starting a business and leaving a, a, a safe income corporate job, being okay with being afraid, letting mm-hmm. go of a relationship, being being comfortable with the relationship and not feeling like everything is fully met, being okay with being afraid and letting it go. Absolutely. And I want to add one more thing too, with a piece of advice, like sometimes our minds can come up with so many what if scenarios. Well, what if it doesn't work out? What if I fail? What if I'm forever alone? Like what if all of these different things and, you know, write down the physical facts, r- physically write, make a list and write down Logically, the evidence. yeah. exactly what you know to be true. Do you have evidence that you're forever going to be alone? No. What's the fact right now? The fact is, for example, I'm going through a breakup and this is uncomfortable. Okay. That's, that is the fact, but there's no evidence that you're going to be forever alone. The fact is I'm leaving my job and it's super uncomfortable. There's no evidence that you're not going to find something better, you know? And it's like really getting clear because our minds will make us so easily convinced of the absolute worst case scenarios sometimes, especially when we're in this vulnerable state and really getting clear on what do I know to be absolutely true right now and just really stick. I love that. And there's actually something like, um, there's a lot of psychology supporting that when you, when you're moving through something like that and you're bringing it, when you bring it to logic by facts, it kind of like scrambles the brain and like, kind of gives you more of, like you said, like, there's no, like, there's no evidence of the worst case scenario to happen, but what's actually happening right now, what's the logical step-by-step that's going to happen. And I think that's so important, especially like when we're starting over or wanting to do something hard, it's like, instead of saying, well, what if this happens? It's like, well, what if it works out? What if I get this thing? And again, like you said, putting that list together of like, well, what's true. It's true that I don't feel great today. Okay. Is it like absolutely true? I'm never going to find my life partner or never going to make X amount of money in my business or whatever that, that goal is. No, there's no evidence of that. And I love that because it's going to keep you in that logical state to like really discern, okay, like what I fear is actually like nothing to fear because there's no evidence for that. Find your evidence. I think that's so important. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Wow. Well, that was jam-packed and I feel like we can continue going on and on and on, (laughs) but I think ultimately starting over is okay. No matter how old you are, no matter what you're navigating, whether that's a relationship your career, um, a significant emotional event, whatever that is, it's okay to start over and give yourself grace and allow yourself to be comfortable in the discomfort some way, shape or form, whether that's logical steps and writing down what's true and what's not finding a community that can show you what's possible, getting into coaching therapy groups, again, of people who have already done the thing that you want to do and get to where you want to be, I think is so helpful. Um, and anything else that you want to add, Courtney, about starting over in your life, just that you're going to be okay at some point in time, whether it's tomorrow, whether it's a year from now, just, it's just, it's a part of the human experience. And Mm -hmm. you're, if you're in the season right now, just know that you are so not alone, you know, coming from two people who are quite literally doing it as we speak right now, Mm -hmm. it's uncomfortable, but there is always as cliche as it sounds, there's always light at the end of the tunnel. Always. There's always light. And I, and I really believe that when we start to see that 
we start to like refocus and, and look at the positives of the negative, you know, like I've, I've been looking at a lot of different positive things that have come out through this hardship that I've now na- I've been navigating and it's abundant as fuck. I will say that. Like, there are so many things that I'm like, Oh, I get to pour my energy into this. I get to do this. I get to focus on this. And then all these things just start, these opportunities keep opening up because you're getting into your getting. And also that's like the last thing that I want to touch on is like, whatever you're navigating right now is actually clearing the path to get into alignment. Because when you're in alignment with your true authentic self, girl, everything will happen for you. Like life will become so much easier. So think about whatever you're navigating right now and starting over in to keep going, keep moving forward because it's putting you into your most highest aligned self. And when you're at that higher vibration, everything is going to start to attract. And And I know Courtney, what'd you say? I was just going to say rejection is redirection. Yes. Fuck yes. That's also very true. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Well, Courtney, thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast today. Um, I would love to hear for, I'm sure our audience would love to know how, how can we get in contact with you? Do you have anything like happening right now that we can get involved with? I've got my, I'm very active on Instagram and TikTok. DMs are always open. So my Instagram right now, right now, my Instagram period, (laughs) not changing is at, uh, court Hayes with an underscore. And then TikTok is at court Hayes for always posting on there. Always very active in both those platforms. I've got an email list, um, and some freebies in my bio. Hmm. Love that. Well, everyone go connect with Courtney. All of those links will be in the show notes and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of flip the switch on life. Please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you appreciate the show, please jump over to iTunes, give us some stars. If you're feeling for it, write a review. And if you want to learn more about these topics that we discussed today, check out the show notes for more information or you can also come hang out, shoot me a DM on Instagram. Instagram is Jessica Marie Step, and I will see you guys next week.